Hey everybody, it is Tuesday, February 26th, 2019, and you are listening to the salvage title, Scrap Stories. As always, I'm your host, Brad Ezelike, and while I am normally here to talk to you about car news, car culture, and car whatever, these uh, scrap stories are a little bit more of a tasty automotive morsel uh, to start your week. Uh, There has been some interesting news that broke earlier today, specifically regarding Fiat Chrysler and production here in Michigan. We'll touch on that for a moment. But what I wanted to focus on more today is the, uh, while the press preview drives, reviews, I don't don't really know how we want to classify these anymore, uh, the early drives of the new 2020 Toyota Corolla Hybrid are out. There are some things to consider with this vehicle, especially when you consider how similar it is to the Prius. And there's uh, some thoughts kind of floating around in my head about that. We'll definitely focus more on the big Fiat Chrysler news, likely on Friday. But I at least wanted to touch on it today uh, because it is very important and very exciting news uh, for us folks here in the state of Michigan. Uh, But before we get to all that, a reminder that we do this show twice a week. We do the scrap stories here on Tuesday. We do the big show on Friday. Uh, So more news, more interesting car things over on that episode later in the week. Uh, You can follow along with this show at anchor.fm slash YSSMAN. And you can subscribe to this show for free on a wide variety of podcasting platforms platforms including Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Um, So if you're not doing that, make sure you give us a subscription. Uh, If they're asking for ratings, if you enjoy what you hear, make sure you give us a rating. That really helps us out a lot. And uh, share it with your friends and family if there's some interesting things uh, that you've heard that uh, you want other folks to have some insight on. Anyway, guys, uh, after the bump in a short ad break, uh, we'll talk a bit about Fiat and the Toyota Corolla. So in a somewhat surprising bit of news, Fiat Chrysler announced today that they are investing $4.5 billion in the state of Michigan to revamp some of their production facilities, uh, move some of their production priorities around inside the state, and they are really going to focus in on the Jeep brand as a big uh, line of vehicles being built here in state. Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee production is going to be significantly ramped up in a new plant right alongside the Dodge Durango, and then a plant in downtown Detroit that's currently building uh, engines is going to be converted into a production plant for the new Grand Wagoneer, or excuse me, I guess it's just the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer. It's a little bit confusing. Uh, More or less, Jeep is saying that they know that they need more and better, larger SUVs, and they are committed to bringing these new platforms to Michigan, uh, using skilled workers, using the UAW uh, to build these things, and, you know, keeping the money, quote-unquote, in-house on these new vehicles and projects. Uh, This is great news for the people of Detroit. It's going to create thousands of jobs. Those thousands of jobs, of course, have ripple effects all across that city uh, where they have the money to spend on things. And as Detroit as a city continues to rebound, albeit quite slowly, uh, this is very positive news. And it makes it, uh, it adds one more production facility to the city of Detroit where American cars are being made in the city that, uh, you know, built, did it first, did it best. Um, I would love to see Ford and and GM 
join the fray, do more things in the city of Detroit. They do plenty of things just outside the city of Detroit. Uh, but uh, it's great news all across the board for people on the eastern side of the state, and I could not be happier. That being said, and we'll likely talk about this more on Friday, uh, I do have some thoughts about the new products that they are announcing, uh, specifically the Wagoneer uh, branded vehicles, uh, the electrification that's likely coming with it, and uh, some concerns about what the long-term uh, profitability, I don't know if it's necessarily in profitability, the long-term uh, future that kind of sits with these vehicles, uh, as I've talked a lot about on other episodes of the show. Just a bit of a spoiler here. Gas isn't going to be cheap forever, and hedging this amount of money on three vehicles uh, that, you know, as soon as gas hits $100 a barrel, ain't going to be selling too many of them, but... I guess don't look a gift mouse or gift horse in the mouth, uh, and let's just let it roll. In the meantime, however, we will talk about the 2020 Toyota Corolla sedan, and more specifically the 2020 Corolla uh, hybrid. If you haven't been paying attention, Toyota is on an absolute tear when it comes to new platforms, new engineering, styling, technology, many other things, and I have to say, really genuinely, across the board, uh, I have been very impressed with what Toyota has done in the past two to three years. Uh, spearheading this effort, I think, on the whole for me, has been the new Toyota Corolla. We had the 2019 model arrive as a hatchback first. Uh, we now have the sedan arriving uh, in the not-too-distant future here. And uh, early press previews seem to be indicating that the car is really good. Dramatically good. Uh, a night and day difference compared to the outgoing model, um, which was admittedly rather long in the tooth. Um, as much as Toyota would not want many people to say it, many of the aspects that sat beneath and within that Toyota had dated back over a decade. Uh, Toyota had continued to iterate on the same platform, the same engines, the same transmissions, played it very safe with the development of the car, played it very safe with the styling, and in the end, you know, as much as they got consumer reports recommendations on reliability, dependability, quality, refinement, so on and so forth, uh, they were losing the target market that had put them on the map in the first place, which was a lot of younger uh, and more enthusiastic athletic buyers. Uh, the new Corolla takes a dramatic turn in terms of styling. Uh, it is fresh. It is very European. Uh, it's very cosmopolitan and up-to-date, uh, both inside and out. I think it is arguably one of the best-looking Toyota products to come out maybe in the past 20 years. And when I say Toyota, I'm not saying just Toyota. I'm saying Lexus. I'm saying all of their Japanese sub-brands. Uh, it is a very good-looking car, uh, especially in hatchback form. But the sedan is also a looker as well. Now, the most interesting of the sedan models, of course, is the all-wheel, or excuse me, not the all-wheel drive model, but the uh, hybrid model that was announced, uh, I believe it was at the Chicago, not the Chicago Auto Show, excuse me, it was at the Los Angeles Auto Show. Uh, this Corolla hybrid basically takes the powertrain from the Prius, with which this Corolla shares its TNGA platform, uh, and basically makes a cheaper, equally as efficient hybrid uh, with few to no compromises compared to what the Prius may make compared to some of its competition. Uh, the Corolla, 
you know, for all intents and purposes, looks like a sedan. It drives like a normal car. Uh, despite its hybrid technology sitting underneath it, uh, you probably would be fairly hard-pressed to tell it as a hybrid, and to me that is a huge success, and it's something that a lot of automakers have been doing recently to make green vehicles more palatable to a much wider audience. Uh, this Corolla really succeeds in a lot of aspects, uh, and I think maybe the only way that you would ever notice that this car was a hybrid in the first place is that the uh, wheels that are equipped on the car top out at 15 inches. And that's it. There is one trim for this hybrid. Its goal is maximum of fuel efficiency. And really, that's it. You don't really get many options on it. There's not many things you can choose other than color and maybe a few accessories. And that's uh, that's your job at the Toyota dealership. Uh, the car will be MSRPing for just under $23,000. So safe to assume about twenty-four grand with destination. It's about $1,000 less than a base trim Prius. And while the Prius is slightly larger in width, overall the Corolla is, give or take, about the same size. Uh, the other interesting thing about the Corolla Hybrid is that the battery pack that the car is using is actually stashed under the rear seat so you don't lose any room in the trunk. There's no rear seat legroom that's being taken up. Uh, it's basically using what would have been wasted space uh, to store this battery. The battery itself is a little bit of a departure from the Prius. Uh, the Prius does use a lithium-ion battery, modern battery technology uh, by any standard these days. Same kind of stuff that's used in Teslas, BMWs, Jaguars, and so much more. Uh, the Corolla Hybrid instead uses a nickel metal hydrate whatever uh, more or less it's a wet type battery an old school battery type uh, toyota doesn't really give any specific reasons as to why it's better in this case uh, i think the general consensus is that the uh, nickel hydrate whatever blah 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 batteries are definitely a lot cheaper and then one thing i seem to remember reading when uh, toyota was talking about the prius all-wheel drive E that also uses this, this same battery uh, is that the nickel hydrate batteries actually perform better in colder temperatures or they would be used more often, which kind of makes sense given that this Corolla would be sold in all 50 states um, and, you know, in places here like Michigan where it gets rather chilly uh, this time of year, uh, you would want that little bit better battery performance overall. And I'll Driving notes on the car, it sounds like it rides and handles just the same as the regular sedan. Uh, it sounds like it accelerates, albeit a little more slowly than the gasoline counterpart. It does its job. Uh, it does have a multi-link rear suspension, which I found kind of interesting uh, that Toyota's still upping the handling game on this car. And it got my brain percolating a bit, wondering whether or not uh, Toyota would ever consider offering some TRD suspension handling packages on this particular uh, Corolla hybrid. Could be a very fun performance-oriented hybrid in the not-too-distant future. Honda tried to do that kind of thing with the Insight a few years back. Never really quite worked out for me, but I think with this Corolla looking and acting like a normal car, it might be a pretty decent choice if you ever look to go that route. But really, all in all, I think it really boils down to the fact that you... If you have twenty-four dollars to $25,000, you really got to look at the Corolla Hybrid versus the Prius and a lot of aspects. And I have to say, really across the board, even with the slight difference in miles per gallon, we're talking like two to three miles per gallon uh, overall compared to the uh, Corolla and the Prius, I 
think the Corolla is honestly the better buy. And part of me does wonder if this is with the intent of moving the Prius slightly more upmarket in the way that they did not too long ago. Uh, with the decently well-equipped Prius running about 27 grand these days, uh, putting a little bit of a gap between it and the base model Corolla uh, seems to be a pretty decent idea. But, uh, you know, hey, I'm not the money wizards uh, that run Toyota. But if you've seen the car, if you've seen some of the images, if you've seen some of the early reviews, first takes and other things, uh, what do you think? What, uh, what, what bothers you about the car? What interests you in the car? Would you buy it? Uh, perhaps the only huge red flag for me on this car overall is the fact that Toyota will not bring in Android Auto support for the foreseeable future. And if they do, there's a good chance that this system that's in that car right now will not be backwards compatible with Android Auto. Uh, but Apple CarPlay is there, and uh, if you got an iPhone, uh, that's probably a pretty good thing for you because Entune is not the best uh, integra integration uh, infotainment system out there today. But, uh, you know, hey, us Android folks can wish for something better coming down the pike soon. But anyway, Toyota Corolla Hybrid. I think it's a great car definitely worth a look if you're in the market. Um, really curious to see uh, what other people think about it, uh, especially as the more critical reviews start rolling out. Well, guys, that just about wraps up this episode of the Salvage Title Podcast Scrap Stories. As always, I'm your host, Brad Ezelike, and you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash YSSMAN, and you can also follow along with this podcast at anchor.fm slash YSSMAN. Uh, as I said, we do the show Tuesdays and Fridays. We do them for free. They're on podcasting platforms. Subscribe, share, give us a rating. It all helps us uh, do this thing a little bit better each and every time. Uh, as far as things go this week, you know, I'm going to plan on going a little more in-depth with what Fiat's doing on Friday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about some Geneva Auto Show news, because I'm sure that will continue to trickle out ahead of the show. And, uh, yeah, who knows what else is going to be going on, because, well, that's three days from now. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, it is a chilly, snowy start to the week here in Michigan. I hope it's a little bit better out where you are at. Uh, so in the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will see you on Friday for the full-out episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. See you then. <laughs>